What are we doing this weekend? Drugs and sex, of course. <laughs> Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 356 on this, uh, the wonderful last day of May, May 31st, or 31 May, as they say in uh, Across the Pond, uh, 2022. How are you doing? This is our host, uh, my, my intro's a mess right now. This is Rand. I'm Jason, my host, uh, this is... How are you? Hi, Randy, how are you? Wow. There's a lot of things expiring today, I think. Like all kinds of coupons if people were like buying yeah. those Memorial Day sales. Yeah. If you're buying stuff, you're looking to shop, you got, uh, well, if you're hearing this, it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's quite a weekend though, huh? I have to move my mic, sorry. Um, Top Gun it? 2, how, how Kenobi came out, Day? Stranger Things came out, my birthday came out. Uh, the, yeah. the next season of Stranger Things. I haven't, I think I watched the first one. Uh, happy birthday. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 47 turns around the sun, as they say. Ah, that's right. You're older than me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wiser also. Way over the hill. Yeah. Closer to death. Well, that's not necessarily sh- for sure. <laughs> no, nothing's for sure except, uh, I guess, death. Yes, but which one of us will expire first? I don't know. No. My money's on me. We'll see if we uh, we can do the show right up until then. You want to, like, die on the show? No, just, well, until... Unless it's until tonight. I don't know that. We... <laughs> I'm going to type through the whole show. So um, These are two good titles we had already. Uh, Way Over the Hill and My Money's on Me. I don't know we which... Just need a, we just need a quieter t- keyboard. I uh, know, but I, I just think that you need to get over it. Can't. Um, okay. So you have three daughters, right? I do, yeah. One, two, three. Still. What, what's the situation with their hair length how's that been over wait time? for real we're gonna yeah. do this i mean as long as it's short you know what <laughs> my sister my my sister my daughter gets misgendered all I the know, time because i know one is short okay. how are the, how are the i have a 13 year old whose hair is really short really short i have a nine year old who just also cut her real hair really short and really short but only like really short on one side of it and the other and side's kind of long. Yeah. yeah, I know it's a little bit of a on trend right now, or whatever they say. Yeah. And know. then yeah. my youngest, uh, my nine year old, has long hair. Long hair? How long? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like past shoulders. I mean, which part of her shoulder? No, past, like longer than her shoulders, like down like past the top, her- shoulder no. blades. Oh, like t- past the top of her shoulders, I guess. I past don't know. the top. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure my daughter's hair is now down just about to her waist. Okay. Okay. And I just spent I just spent two solid hours. No joke. Mm. On the couch. We actually turned the TV on for this. I made her she went and took a shower, conditioned it and everything. I spent two hours trying to get all the knots out of it. And I think I'm I think I was successful, but then she went right to bed, right? So we finished. Oh, it'll be a back all knotted up by the time the um, morning rolls morning. around. And, yeah. And part of it is like it's just she's got she's got somewhat thin hair. It's not super thick and lustrous. Uh-huh. It's kind of thin. And she dyed it and she dyed it purple and I think all those chemicals and stuff in the end of it. Like she just kind of dyed the end of it. 
I mean, my wife helped her. I think it it really damaged it. Okay. Like the end, the ends of it were just all not. And I'm like, this is such a nightmare. And I'm trying to talk to her about this. Like every day, we spend a significant amount of time trying to brush out these knots and spraying it and spraying it and brushing it and spraying it. And I'm like, I, this is not something I want to spend my life on anymore. Mm. It doesn't seem worth it. It does and seem to be a like a significant time energy. Yeah. And and then when you cap that off, she refuses to braid it. So we go to and anything we do, she's constantly flipping the hair out of her face. Right, so soccer right. practice the whole time in soccer practice. Flip hair, flip hair, flip hair, flip hair, flip hair, flip. Can we braid your hair? No. Can we put it up? Can we just tie it up? No. Can I get you a, a hair band? Anything just that you can wear? I hate headbands. Okay. You like having your hands on your head your entire while you're running around playing soccer with both hands up here pushing your hair back. You like that better? I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know where it came from. What, I don't that, know where what came from. Or this this idea of hers that she doesn't ever want to cut her hair, basically. Oh, oh, that's like a thing she says. Yeah, like I, we're always kind of like, are you you ready to do something about this? And she's like, well. She just wants to get it kind of trim, just trim the end so it stops splitting or whatever. But uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I'm slowly, and then she's going to be off to camp soon. Mm. And if she doesn't brush it on her own or have her camp friends brush it every day, it's going to turn to a, a knotted mess. Yeah, there's no, you can't like put the like. Mm, say like you can't be a, make an authoritarian decision to say you gotta cut it before camp it's time to cut your hair yeah no that would make camp even then she'd hate camp right well you gotta do it in a way so she hates you but still no loves camp. no i'd rather have her go to camp and get her hair all knotted up and then come home and we'll have to cut it because it's too knotted oh well maybe just come back with dreads that she wants to keep forever they they were i mean they were already dreads like i was literally untangling dreadlocks because they were, it was knotted in like a, you know, a thin bunch all the way up to her scalp. Ugh. This is nuts. How does this even happen? <laughs> That's right. And you combed I, it out? It seemed good I for you, I guess. I combed it out. It took me hours. I tried, started last night. We worked on it this morning. Mm. And it just, if we miss one day, it gets horrible. Yeah. Yeah, so that's true. That's my, 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 yeah, the hair—it's like it's. I don't know. Yeah, and not to be all like it looks nicer, but it looks so much nicer when their hair is like brushed out and combed, uh, like you know. Yeah, I'm. You know, it's a reflection on me, right? Like that's <laughs> the thing. Like I look like an idiot if my kid's going out with like uh, knots in their hair and everything. I said my son did leave for school this morning with his. Very unkempt, but I think that's also the kind of the lip thing. Yeah, weird. my kids, my other, my older kids, like almost never. My daughter, my lab thirteen year old, her hair is never like comb brushed. I'm like, you really should be brushing this. Oh, I'm like, are you serious? This is this <laughs> so. Is... So anywho, any anywho, yeah, the hair. that's it. That was, that was the highlight of my. My day that was the highlight of the okay. We haven't things haven't been. I don't have any too many rough things going on, so that's good. No, yeah. no, um, things are on the up and up. Uh, we've got school ending soon. 
Obviously, we have soccer season ending soon. Yeah, I can't believe like there's only like three weeks left of school, which is bonkers uh, to me. Yeah, three weeks left of school, which is amazing. And son's finishing up eighth grade, so we uh, we've been chatting about doing some kind of a graduation party of sorts. Okay, all right. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work out. We were brainstorming a little bit, right? And it escalated from. But it seems like you guys have parties all the time. Oh, it seems like that, doesn't it? <laughs> you trying to get me to segue? No, I'm not, but you can if you want. So, <laughs> uh, it escalated. Like, we were talking, I wasn't talking to him about it. I was talking to just some other, my wife actually suggested it. And she said, we should have a graduation party. So, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Well, who do we invite? Like, just his friends? The whole class? Is he friends with the whole class? I don't know. Like, do we invite the whole class? That would be kind of nuts a lot but there's like 80 kids there's not as many as your school 80 uh, kids is a lot dude 80 kids is a lot of kids. and then you know so i talked to the other some of the other parents of course and and some of them love these sorts of things and it escalated into we could uh, throw a block party right we could have uh hmm. throw a block party and rent a bunch of stuff like get get a dunk tank and a bouncy castle and- oh man aren't we great <laughs> at doing this stuff to ourselves <laughs> I think it would be fun. I guess, man. But then it always is like, oh my gosh, this party's happening in a half hour and I have like three hours worth of chores to do to get ready for it. Trying to make me segue again? N- no, but <laughs> no. Like, that's reality. Like, And I'm always like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I plan these things? We would, yeah. I mean, obviously, we would get some help planning. And in three weeks, I don't think that's really going to fly. So we'll probably, the trick otherwise is that if we throw some kind of graduation gathering, so I think they're going to have a graduation at the school, something, okay, you know, some medium sized, Hey, you did it. And they off to high school, right? Not a big to do. Um, we may host, you know, we may host again, unless one of the other parents with a bigger yard and a pool wants to host. That'd be great either way. Or we may end up, it may end up being like, Everyone hosts, because that's what the kids seem to do. They kind of bounce from one house to the next to the next, which is also fine. The only problem with it is, and I'll segue into yesterday's story, is if they don't communicate their intentions to us, it is difficult to be prepared. And I think um, there are some strategies here that I'm trying to embrace. Um, You'd be proud of me, and I told you a story... Already, I know, but for the listeners. So we went to our typical lake for swimming yesterday. And around 2 p.m., one of the mothers showed up to drop off a bunch of girls at the lake so they could all swim together. And we were in a bunch of families were there. So we had one, two, three, we had four, five, five families there. Uh, And then a bunch of the eighth graders also showed up. So we had a big group of families and then a pile of the eighth graders showed up and she says to me she says i'm gonna be back here at 350 <laughs> to take them straight to your house and i, I said what <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> she's like well they're all going to your house at four right and i i don't know what you're talking about because apparently my son took something that i sort of said in passing as a hey maybe this is something we could talk about uh, for Monday, yeah, as a directive or as a just a sure, yeah, and didn't approval. communicate 
Right. As a, well, and he didn't communicate back that he went ahead and told everyone, like, <laughs> be at my house at 4 p.m. on Monday. He, he was impressed that he gave them a time, which was nice. But, uh, you know, so here we are at a lake. Uh, I'm with my whole family minus my wife, who's somewhere else expecting me to be there soon, which is a whole different story. And the three of us biked there, myself and my son and my daughter. And it's five miles back to our house. So, you know. Could be a half hour if you're going down a dirt road and with a 10-year-old, maybe. Maximum. Like, they can cruise. Five five miles in a half hour is pretty fast on a bicycle. Ten miles an hour? It's pretty pretty even. I guess yeah. So, yeah, oh, optimistically. Yeah, okay, all right, yeah, 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 all right. So, I, I, I'm like, okay, this is great. I'm having a little bit of a, not a panic attack, but I was trying to get some information out of the boy who was out in the water. And I couldn't really speak to him because he was out in the water. I'm trying to figure out if anyone that currently wasn't at the lake was going to show up at our house. Because this was the the big crux. I'm like, okay, if everyone that is going to our house is currently at the lake, then we have no problem. Because we just, they leave when we leave. No big deal, right? It all works out. We'll all shift places. We'll just shift locations whenever we feel like it. Well, I couldn't really even get that information out of him because, you know, he's like, I don't know. He just kind of invited everyone, but they don't tell him whether or not they're going to show up either. So you could have zero or 80 kids there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so it was kind of in that ballpark. Yeah. So I decided, I said, fine, whatever. I'm not going to be mad. This is great. I'm glad you're hanging out with your friends. We'll make this work. It's The day is getting long anyway. I'll take Molly. So I pulled all the stuff out of the water. I packed it up. Uh, I got his sister was ready to go anyway, so I got her and we left. Uh, her and I left at three thirty exactly. Got on our bikes. It took me that long to pack everything up. Like I started packing up at uh, like two forty-five, and she we left because I had to deflate the inflatable things and all this, the accessories we bring to the beach. Right. So she and I left three thirty. Got home basically uh, five or four. So it took us like twenty-five minutes or something. And maybe 20 minutes. I don't know. We went pretty quick. She biked pretty quick. And a few minutes later, a couple girls showed up, right? <laughs> that were not at the beach. <laughs> I said, oh, great. Good to see you, right? And here I am, like, sweaty and shirtless and rummaging around the yard trying to get everything ready, like getting cushions out and see, stuff. See, you're doing like, my thing. Terrific. This is the thing. I mean, this is exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, but you know that's what I was trying not to be stressed about. Yeah, and in, in in, that's in the flip side. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna start setting up, but I'm gonna be relaxed about this. No big deal. Like right? they'll show up. I said, like, great, good to see you. I'll put a shirt on and uh, stop being weird. And you can help me build a fire, and you can help me put these cushions, and you can tell me about your weekend. And I got to know some of them a little bit more than I did than I knew, which is nice. One of them had an EpiPen, which I really wanted to experiment with. She had two EpiPens with her. So why do you have two? She's like, well, one's one's a backup in case the first one doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always had have two. Tiny pockets, big EpiPens. Yeah. I'll just paint that picture for you. Um, And then I get a message from him. <laughs> just saying. It's like they were super tiny pockets. I get a message from him at 10 past four. Mind you, he told people yeah. to come to the house at four. Yeah. It says, uh, we're running a little late. We as in everyone that's at the lake. We found a rope swing. <laughs> right. I, and I just replied like, 
your friends are already here. You need to get your butt home, right? Because I, remember, I left him at the lake by himself with his bike. So he's five miles from home with his bike. <laughs> he knows how to get home. Like, you're a big boy. And he um, he got home pretty quick. Like, I was pretty astonished. From the time I sent him that message to him getting home was like, I mean, it couldn't have been 15 minutes because that's 20 miles an hour. Like, I was doing the math in my head. Like, so it was it was like 20 minutes, though. It was quick. Yeah. Like, uh, huh. He, and then. Now, you know, how much of that motivation was you like, get your boat home? None of it. None. Absolutely none of it. Yeah. I'm sure none of it. The <laughs> he, I think he was kind of like racing the other. Oh, okay. Other All right. Um, and so it was, you know, it was pretty relaxed. We got pizzas and they hung out and they goofed around as they do, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff worked out fine. I, I think that the takeaway was that they are far more hungry than I imagined they could be. Like, I picked up some pizzas and some food and some chips and some drinks and all this stuff. And I had it, and they ate all of it, like, instantly. I was like, wow, okay, I didn't think that was going to happen. Like, We're still hungry. <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can get. And I'm rummaging through our freezer and getting stuff and microwaving things. And so we have a basement freezer. And I think the key here is I need to, like, keep that stocked full with, like, frozen pizzas or something like stuff that I can cook relatively quickly and just have ready for when this yeah. horde of children appears. And I mean, you probably have this problem all the time, right? You, you need to have food for. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not teenagers yet. Right. So it's, it's still, um, you have four kids. Yes. We have a lot of stuff like food, just right. <laughs> just, but I will like, it's a little bit annoying how much like the kids will come over and they'll just help themselves to stuff and yeah. we had to like kind of shut that down a little bit. And um Did you? Yeah, because it's like you don't live here, like you just go into my cabinets and stuff. Like you you're not even And, so, and what's <laughs> You're not even supposed to be in the house cuz you know what Right. COVID that you care about so much. What um Yeah, I mean What's your threshold? Right? So I I can imagine how this goes, right? So Terwilliger comes over. Yeah. Oh, very nice to meet you. See you, Mister Mister. Shakes your hand and everything. It's some twilligresses, but sure. Okay. Beatrice comes over, yeah. gives you a curtsy. Yeah, Mister Fitzgerald, what's such a lovely household well, you're running here? That would be one thing. You'd go in a, that's, that would go Fitzgerald. a long way, but I don't even get that. Like you're so fine as always. And you're like, oh, oh, walk right into my Beatrice. house. Yeah, lovely to see you. Would you like something to yeah. eat or drink? Yeah. And would you then turn around and open the cabinets to them? <laughs> No, this is Mikasa Esu Castle sort of thing, right? No, but that's what they're saying to me. <laughs> I get that. I'm okay. saying, what's your threshold for oh. the tables to turn on? Like, oh, oh, wouldn't oh, take okay. much. All right, a, a mild amount of politeness goes a long way. Is what I'm saying. I see what you're saying, and I'm sorry I missed that. I'm a little uh, right. tired tonight. How okay. much do they need to? So, to- we're. Uh, this is not to say that we don't like feed these kids, right? Or, or offer up snacks and everything else. But it's a lot of times, like, the, I think the kids, there's two things that happened. First of all, and there was a period where my wife was like, I'm not doing this anymore, where the kids would show up and be like, I'm thirsty. And like, you just got here like three minutes ago and now you're right. thirsty. They figured a loophole out. Like, oh, if I'm thirsty, they can't deny me water. They have to let me in the house. That is a loophole that I just have to exploit. I don't really want anything in the house. There's nothing in the kitchen that's interesting to me, but it's just, yeah. I know I'm not allowed in the house and I've found this loophole, so I'm going to exploit it. So there was a period of time where it was like, 
your kids, his friends are not allowed in the house. Um, you know, tell them to bring their own water, <laughs> which is a little bit like, well, that's mean, but wait. So why aren't they allowed in the house? Because, well, well, this was like at the peak of COVID. And then we realized oh, okay. like how awesome that we're was at the peak now, but well, yeah. well, right. We realized like, oh, it's great not having the kids in the house underfoot all the time. <laughs> right. We'll just lean into this and stay out of the house. Go outside yeah, and play. Yeah. I mean, we want them to go outside and play anyways, right? There's a hose. Yeah. They can drink from no. the hose. I mean, it was like, and it wasn't just us. Like, other parents were saying, other moms were saying the same thing. Like, there's no need. Because here's the other thing that would happen is, then it was like, okay, Faith, you can bring your, or Helen, you can bring your friend's water. So... Out would go eight glasses of water, <laughs> and you know, in, in fact, somebody did end up stepping on a glass, shattered, cut their foot, and I was like, "This is dumb, right?" Like, so they glass. they would, yeah, yeah. well, we, yes, they would ended up with a glass out. So, you know, again, this was them helping their friends with a drink, so they weren't like, "Yeah, maybe we shouldn't bring glass out to the playground." So it was like, "Let's not do this anymore because nobody cleans up after themselves, right?" So, um, if you were to, okay, so then the next thing that happens is the kids will come home. It'll be right after school. They're excited to come over. For some reason, my kids will come home and they'll sit down and then like turn the TV on or something. And then like two minutes later, the doorbell rings and you're like, why didn't you ever go? She's like, you know, they want to play with their friends, but they never, my kids never make take the initiative to go find their friends. Uh-huh. My other friends always come over here. So then my wife will be like, okay, well, let me put a snack together for you. I'll cut up some apples or whatever. And then she'll do that, and then they'll just leave the trash everywhere. So it's – Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, that's just so being a nice Kool-Aid mom, right? Yeah. The, uh, Kool-Aid oh, yeah, we'll have Kool-Aid in some – yeah. So it's a little bit like I, – I, you're coming here. You're taking advantage of me. You're not being very grateful, and you're not being a good guest. So there's like this right. whole thing. What does it take? Yeah, so what's it take? I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not even close. I get a I get a real nice chorus of thank yous and it's 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 adorable. Yeah. If I if I must say. Like uh the the gratitude, whether it's gratitude or it's fake gratitude, Doesn't I don't know. matter. But the, there's <laughs> I mean the the way they you know, thank you so many times and then in unison they'll all say it in unison, like at the exact same time, it's bananas. And then, you know, so after this pseudo party, uh my son, you know, he comes around the corner and I was just kind of hanging. I'm like, I am cooked, right? Because I'm just mentally spent. I'm right. moving, moving. So I'm sitting outside on the chairs eating the leftover bowl of chips that I put out for them and, you know, watching some YouTube on my phone or something. And my son walks around the house and he said, he says, oh, they, they all wanted to make sure I I told you they said thank you. Like, well, all right. All right. See, that's right. good. That goes, yeah. They're welcome. But, in a, you know, in a, even before that, right, it's like, Every time I would do any, I'd bring more food out. They'd be like, thank you. Like all at the same time, thank you. And they all, they call me by my first name, which is, I don't know how to react to that yet. This is new to me. Yeah. I haven't, prior to this, uh, the kids' friends didn't really address me directly at all. Okay. Okay. And now it's strange. They would just be like, some of them were a little bit different, I suppose. They just wouldn't, they wouldn't, wouldn't talk to me. Like I didn't exist. Now they come around the corner, like the girls that showed up before he was even home. And they're like, hello, Randy. I'm like, are oh, you just going to go with my first name? Huh? All right. <laughs> 
It's it's fine, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if it's this is the thing. I mean, we're not in the South. Uh, I don't know. I get a Mr. Jason from some people. Mr. Jason. Yeah. That's good. There is one. There's one dude who uh, is probably like I use him. I use him as an example a lot for my own son, <laughs> which is probably the worst approach. Oh, I don't no. know. But it, as a positive example, I mean, did you see the way he did this sort of thing? Like, I think, oh no, you know, that's, that's what you do. Jeez. Yeah. Well, because he's very humble. I've mentioned him in the past. Like he'll he comes off the soccer field, and I'm not even coaching him and stuff. And he just I was like, oh, hey, you know, his name's. Well, I won't say what his name is. His name's Terwilliger. I'll say, hey, Terwilliger, how'd it go? And he's like, oh, you know, I think I was a little bit selfish today. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's being completely honest, right? And when I see him, uh, he walks right up to me, sticks his hand out. Mr. James, it's very nice to see you again. And he's not being, it's not forced. It's not pretentious. Like, he's being very genuine, right. you know? Uh, Terwilliger, always a pleasure, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very adult eighth grader which is fantastic but um the rest of them are on a first name basis apparently which is fine i'm still getting to know i i got i got to learn a few more of their names uh so i'm happy about that i got to learn i learned a little about the the one who has the EpiPens. okay nuts and tree nuts i don't know why are those two things different nuts and tree nuts uh, I want to say yes. Or maybe she was just saying tree nuts. I don't know, man. Just clarifying. I don't know. I, don't know. Uh, I didn't get to use the EpiPen, which would have been exciting. That would have been bad, because if you're using an EpiPen, that usually means a 911 call. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I don't w- wish it. I, I did avoid adding tree nuts to any of them. Oh, snacks. that's what the EpiPen was for, for tree nut for nuts. Yeah. Oh. I just assumed it was some outdoor critter, like because that's why uh, that's my kid has one, like bees yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, your kid has one. Yeah. Oh. And well, and what's interesting about that is like never used it nuts. in years. So yeah. tree nuts, things like that. I mean, we have our house is full of those things, right? Yeah. And I was sifting through the snacks to put outside, and I almost went ahead and put out like peanut butter things, and like, wait, is it peanut butter? And all these snacks I'm putting out are probably in machinery that has peanut oil and stuff. I didn't seem for someone that was carrying two EpiPens. Mm. They didn't seem to be that uh cautious. Yeah, see, my, I mean my kid carries an EpiPen, but it's it, she's not cautious either. And so about bees. About the bees. I mean <laughs> is it bees or is it like well, it's hornets. It's uh, wasps. It's wasps and it's maybe. Uh so and she has, in fact, yeah. she has been stung, and it didn't have a reaction since. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I we th- we think it was, you know, when she stumbled into a bush with a nest in it, she got stung at least seven times. So, um, oh, yeah, that's a that's a life changing event. Yeah, right she was little. You know, she was. <laughs> uh, I don't know, nine or something. That's one of those, as they say, core memories, right? Yeah, it was kind of. I think I told I told the story on here before, but it was it was kind of, it was kind of crazy. And the neighbor called and was like, "So Grace stumbled into a bee's nest," and my wife's like, oh, "Okay, well, how is she?" And I'm like, "Holly, they want you to come get her." Oh, do you want me to come get her? Yeah, that would be a good. One. <laughs> they want you to come get her. <laughs> she yeah, doing? And she came um, and uh, she comes home and she's sitting there, and all of a sudden she's just starting to 
swell up and so we well whisked, after yeah seven we yeah. whisked we we counted seven so there's probably more and then we whisked her off to the emergency room where she sat for a couple hours and and then we got then we got her tested and like came back positive with all this stuff now that means what i don't know and then the one doctor was like another doctor was like you can continue like you can you should carry them but i wouldn't I would, if she got stung once, I would wait and see how she reacts before just jamming her with the EpiPen. So, right. <laughs> but, but it said if you, do, if, if she does react, don't hesitate. Then, then, yeah, then she's allergic and we need to, and you need to react quickly. Then you need to take it serious. So, oi, I don't know. Um, that was that. Well, this girl had two pens, so I could be, well, a yeah, she had two also. So, she always carries oh. two. They come in pairs. Oh, she always carries. You left that part out. I thought she was carrying one. Oh well, no, she always. No, they they come in twos. They come in because if if one doesn't work, you need you need to go. You need the back. Yeah, you need to give more. But I think they were kind of in the same batch. Do you think if one doesn't work, they're probably both none? No, no, work. like it it has a dosage, right? And if the dosage isn't strong enough to oh, that's what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not like I the took it as like doesn't. Yeah, not like I took it as like if one doesn't work, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, all right. If they don't respond to one, way. then you have to dose I, them that's, again. That makes much more sense. <laughs> one in the leg, right? One in the thigh. And one in the face. You make sure you get the wrong, the right end. Otherwise, you stick your thumb. Oh over my the gosh! Thing and it go right through your thumb, probably. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, then you get injected, and then you have like a weird reaction, right? Yeah, it's not like it's a bad. good time if you get like you. Sh- you can. I guess you can right. maybe develop immunity or. Uh, well, it's not immunity, but uh, resistance to it. Sure, oh. like you know, snake venom. Yeah. So if the first one doesn't work, the second one goes straight into the heart. Uh, yeah, <laughs> through the chest bone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it in the movies, right? They're somehow they're always jamming needles. Like, oh, you just get it between these two ribs and stick it right in the heart. Like, what? What do I look like? Some kind of crazy scientist? <laughs> you think I know where your heart is? I'm just going to jam this between your ribs? and I feel like that's got to be like a very severe... I mean, I know the heart's a muscle, but... I don't know, man. Let's just... Uh, let's, not, let's, let's find something else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm saying there's just always these weird field surgeries that people are doing where like, I need you to do this exact thing, and somehow they get it right. Like, I couldn't tap a vein... If I, if you needed me to, even though my veins are sticking out pretty far, like, uh, I don't think I could. I, don't, I think you could. I mean, you think so? Drug addicts do, right? Drug addicts. I'm not to make it, but you know. <laughs> and they're not, yeah, and they're not seeing straight when they could. Yeah, do it, so. not, like skilled right. and whatever totally right. life. Um, Speaking of drugs, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's a subject that's going to come up. Oh, what are you going to pivot on? That? Uh, yeah, I know. In fact, I've already got to start having, like, I realized just recently that I need to start having, like, all these conversations again with my kids. Like, we've always talked yeah. about them in, in sort of like a, drugs are bad. Stay away from drugs. drugs you never want to do yeah. drugs. Here, have some vitamins. Well, I like, have some vitamins. Yeah. Oh, you have a headache? Here's I like have some drugs. Like, it's, I mean, I know that vitamins aren't drugs and ibuprofen, well, while it is a drug, it's not, like, I know the difference, but it's... We what our say and what our actions are are not the same. Oh, you've got you have some allergies. Here, take these pills, and then you know. So I got now my kids are old enough to be like you know. It's also scary. I, the, 
their entire lives, I have been calling everything we give them drugs, to be clear. So oh, yeah. since they were babies, I have always referred to as any medicine they've ingested as drugs. Just so they, huh. well, just because I thought it was funny. Yeah. It was for my own entertainment mostly. So, you know, I got your cup of drugs, you know, and take your drugs. And I do enjoy when they leave, uh, when they leave the house and they're walking down the street or whatever. It is it is fun to scream at the top of your lungs, like, you know, don't forget to say no to drugs and that sort yeah. of thing. Any, anything from those 80s campaigns. But that's what I'm saying. Like, those are all, like, the fun stuff we do. But now it's going to be like, listen, we yeah. got to have a serious conversation. Like, we've always said – Well, like, what is the serious conversation is the question. I mean, we went through a lot of phases yeah. of this. We had mothers against drunk driving, which obviously I'm just against mother, – mothers against driving would be nice. Just take off the drunk part. But uh, – I think the, you know what I think hmm. the conversation is not going to be so much as if you see drugs don't do them right they're going to be bad right. the conversation is now like someone is offering you sure. drugs let's that's role play how to right. respond right like like give them yeah. that's it's not like in in the before times it's sort of like they're out there but you're never going to come in contact with them now it's you're going to come in contact with them. You're going to be at an event, whether it's in the bathroom in the East Wing or a you know after school thing or just. Well, yeah, we had so. this conversation the other day, and I think it matters a lot who is doing the offering. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if it's just some strange kid that they're not that familiar with, it's pretty easy to say no thanks and walk away. Right. Right. But if it's if they're out together with their closest friends. Doing what you know, doing their normal stuff, and they're cruising, and they're around town, and then they sit down, and they have a break and a snack, and all of a sudden it's like, "Hey, take one of these," because now you can just you know gummies. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. They could just have a bag of gummies. No one would know the difference. Right. And uh, hey, take one of these. What? Yeah, don't worry about it. It's all you know. It's good. Yeah. They're great. You'll like it. Well, what is it? They're gummies. What kind? Of, what do you mean? They're gummies? Like, it's gonna be hard for them to say no. To their best friend. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's how the conversation has to happen now. Yeah. So if your friend offers you drugs and you're like, wait, what? This is a thing that could happen? Yeah. Well, right. So. Yeah. Well, and maybe they're uh, the ones doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man, see, okay, I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's and, and honestly, okay, this gets me thinking about full disclosure. This gets me thinking about like, and this stuff turns around so fast. Like they transition so quick. Uh, not that many, not that long ago, we were talking about kids and strollers and pictures and diaper changing and all yeah. this stuff. And now I'm literally thinking about like accidental grandchildren. Oh, like, well, that when, was the next conversation. Yeah, right. Like. <laughs> How fast and 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 here's the interesting part is that uh it didn't freak me out. I was not that I'm wishing for it. Right? What didn't I'm freak like, you, you know out? What? The grandchildren. I mean, if your daughter's ten, not obviously not. <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, anything. Don't don't obviously. That's what I'm, the whole point of this is. Like we're taking we. I mean, all the stuff premature we grandchildren for granted. We can't like take- premature grandchildren. Sometime before the time that I'm imagining is appropriate. Oh. Right, you know what? Yeah. What are you imagining? There's some arc through their life where they go off to college, they go to grad school, they become doctors, of course, re- world-renowned surgeons, yeah. you know, in their field. 
And uh, and then and then they settle down and then they have some kids and et cetera and they're forty five. I don't know. Who knows? We'll be long dead by then. So that's maybe too late, but I don't know. Late twenties, thirties, whatever it may be. Normal, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh something doesn't go as planned and they have they let's say my obviously my daughter is pregnant or my son gets someone pregnant by before we'll just say before eighteen. This is churning around in my head. This is what turns yeah, around in my yeah, head yeah. while I'm like biking around town and stuff. And I'm like, meh. So what? Like I'm not I would not gonna freak <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I know, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like we're fortunate enough, we could deal with it. I, I like, was thinking could, Yes, right. And that's that's what I'm kinda like chuckling about. It's like I was having this conversation with my sister and like, you know, mentioned some of the stuff that's going on, you know, that I've talked about on the show with my kids that are blah blah blah. You know, this is struggles here, struggles there, and I'm like and I was like, this is I'm doing I'm having this these struggles right now, right? And how the heck could kids that are in way worse situations, single parents yeah. with their parents like a right. you know, a janitor at a office building or something, right? Their night their day starts at yeah. five PM and they work till five AM or something, right? And then like my my kids have this huge support system. You know, my wife and I are married, two parents in the house, stable home, good income, like all this stuff. It's just I I I don't, I don't know. know. I thought about the same yeah. thing. How how are they possibly? And of course, you know, I this is on the heels of the Evaldi thing, and it's like I I don't know, man. Like we need to help our kids. We need to, and I just like what did we do to them, and how do we get out? How do we how do we fix society so that? These kids aren't getting the worst of of all of this. I don't know. Talk about pivoting to a dark place, but the COVID years. Yeah. But not just the COVID. I mean, yeah, that's that's exacerbating it for sure. But yeah, you know, the, Sandy Hook was ten years but, ago, right? That that was pre-COVID. Oh, you're going back to the well. I'm going back to like all of it, like how all of the pressure that's on these kids now, and it's like, what the heck? And how do we? Um, what are we doing? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure. Well, and to your point, okay, let's let's. I mean, the gun thing's a whole different topic, but yeah, the this is our this is our job, right? To help them develop and help them become a functioning part of society. Uh, we're all kind of struggling through it. Yeah, but I kind of tell them that all the time as well. I mean, I tell them that exact thing all the time. Like, <laughs> you know, my job is just to ease you into life so that you can take over like because i can't you know i can't do it for you i think i'm not gonna be here forever right the whole idea is you turn out better than i ever was and just (laughs) take over where i left off or (laughs) do something else but it's not just a matter of turning 18 and getting out of my house kind of thing that's not what it's about but um so i kind of see it i sort of see i'm already seeing the way uh, my parents and I see other people's parents doing that stuff where it's like, oh, I would do anything for my kids. It's if you're fortunate and you have kids that are, and this happened with grades, right? When my son's grades did this, when he was when his grades were down and we were struggling with that, and I would talk with other parents about it, about what do you you know what are you doing about phones? What are you doing about? curfew what are you doing about this or that and they're like oh i I don't really care about any of that stuff as long as their grades are good i'm like oh god (laughs) i could choke you right because 
they basically are doing nothing because the kids are doing exactly what they the they're passing their test. They're passing the standard the parents said. Well, that's sort of I feel that way though. And a lot of in well, right. But if you're not in that situation, yeah. if every if everything is fine and their grades are good, then your life is a piece of cake. If you don't, because you just don't care about anything else, and all is well as long as their grades are, as long as they're meeting the th- standard I set. And I was in the opposite case, and now we're in the situation where grades are good, and I'm that parent. So I can be like, eh, everything's fine, so I don't really care what he does, right? Yeah. So, ugh, it's, it's you know, when you're up, you're up, I guess. And you're down, you're, <laughs> yeah. You're down. I, I, yeah. I think you can go. I but think I can, can go see. To, yeah, go ahead. Well, the point of the story was, like, so when they get older and – if things are going well, it looks like you're doing, you know, you're super smart. Oh, I'm the best parent in the world. And my kids are doing great. Yeah. Like, I must have done something right. Like, that's not always the case. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, that, they can go too far with that or just, like, they're obsessed with their grades and they don't do anything else and they have no other life, right? Like, to just. Right. Or it just comes crashing down. And, we, and we've noticed, we've talked about some examples where they are not – any any number of poor decisions, a small number of poor decisions can take them from the situation they're in now to a very different situation very quickly. Right. Including the pregnancy. Yeah, I was going to say, we're back to drugs and uh, drugs and sex again, huh? Yeah, we're back to drugs and sex. It's a party. Mm. Uh, yeah. Can you, I mean, isn't that weird how, like, that's – and that's what they're going to gravitate to, of course, to to sort of relax and have fun. It's, like, the most – dangerous the most volatile decision making items that could really uh put a put a bend in their life's trajectory what are we doing this weekend drugs and sex of course (laughs) yeah uh not our homework yeah okay so we'll see i don't know i mean and it it pivots on you like like not even a month ago See, I don't even. I shouldn't even say this, but like, not even a month ago, um, and I'm gonna kind of curtail what I was gonna say, but sure, yeah. Like I, my Trim my son back. showed no interest in. Again, I've talked about this. Like uh, he could listen to the show now, and I don't want to like make it right. But now all of a sudden he's playing, um, like cooking video games with girls at ten o'clock at night on a Friday. Like, who? It's not like. Not in his wheelhouse, right? And and different right. name. Let me put it this way: like different name. I, I'm not assuming anything, but it's wait. You've never really had a girls in your social network before, and now all of a sudden girls are back in your social net. Like we talked about this last week on the show, right? Where you have a yeah. bunch of grades where the kids are just kids. There's no boys and girls. Doesn't kids are matter. kids. They're together. They're yeah, and then they right. kind of go away for a little bit and they kind of break off into their boys are doing their thing, girls are doing this, their thing. And that's like end of fourth grade through maybe like sixth grade, seventh grade. And then yeah. and then it's back to now, all right, let's commingle again. You're like, oh, And they're back yeah. to commingling again, yeah. They're back to <clears> trying <throat> to set each other up. And, I, and, I, and maybe we did talk about this, but my now my major concern – because to, to paint a picture for you and the listeners, right, this this uh, impromptu party at our house was like eight girls and two boys. <laughs> One of the boys was yeah. my own son. So that's a tad lopsided. I don't know what's happening there. It's interesting, but um, 
you know, now my main concern is like, I kind of really like the way the dynamic is going and I'm not interested at all in seeing what would happen with a dating situation because they just don't handle it well. You know, it's like, what good does it do for these young kids to be dating each other? Uh, it, it just goes sour, yeah. right? They, they just, they do, they don't know what they want. They don't know what they're interested in. It's good for them to kind of figure that out, but I'd rather they figure it out on like some other kids is my point. <laughs> like maybe we can get them uh, somehow commingle with some other towns and then they can go date some I other don't know, kids. Man. I think it's, it's, uh, I, I mm. <laughs> Point is, I want them to stay friends. Yeah. I love this. Oh, this, yeah. Okay, this, I got you. I see the you group they're hanging out with, like, I want them to all be friends because they're in class oh. together every day. Okay. They're walking to school. They're hanging out. You know, they're going to parties together, all that mm. stuff. You want the future ex-boyfriend and girlfriends to be in different towns. I want the future <laughs> ex-boyfriends and girlfriends to already be somewhere yeah. else and not to disrupt gotcha. yeah. the, the, what they have. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. That's a fair, so that's a fair statement. Good. Yeah. But then even just mixing them is tricky, too, because then if they start dating someone, now they have to divide their time between the group, they, the group they're hanging out with and their boyfriend, right. girlfriend, et cetera. Right, so right. So then it's kind of ideal if they can find a matchup that's within the group, but then it has to be really good. It's just – it's so much. All this is like weighing on my mind. And, yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Uh, it's all you've talked and about as today. we've – Yeah. <laughs> As we've discussed, like, you know, my my own son has been uh, a bit, let's say, hard to get. Uh, and in hindsight, I, I think that's I think it's been good. Like, I think it's been for the best. In the sense that. You know, he can't get in trouble because he hasn't made any commitments. Oh. He, hasn't done, he can't do anything wrong. Yeah. He can't. He can't be. Uh, you can't have a bad breakup if he's not actually going out, mm. right? Um, so things can't go sour if they never start. They can't go different sour though. No, not as bad because yeah, that's happened bad already, sure, right? Yeah. That's already happened where it's kind yeah. of things have not started when they were, and uh, no, no, they just kind of go back to okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, you're right, and I don't know. What- just all these different phases and then all of a sudden you're like you, it's like it happens as soon as they're born it's like six weeks and it's a different different whole different kid and then six yeah, weeks yeah. later and then six weeks later and then there's a bunch of years there but now it's like it seems to be changing so fast again for me it's changing yeah. so fast yeah. junior high senior school's almost over and summer's almost here and we're just the summer planning is going to be gone. I don't know. And then we're going to be right into high school. So my, my son will be in high school in the fall. So that's what we're getting into. Me and one of the other, uh, just one of the other moms right now, she seems to be big into um, planning things. She's the one that helped plan the dance, the eighth grade dance. And uh, she's got her eyes set on a a like welcome to high school party. Okay. <laughs> welcome to high school. <laughs> Welcome to high school party. So if we could just call it maybe an end of summer bash, right? Which I think is a common thing, right? Where I think there's a lot, there's a lot of living vicariously going on. Oh yeah, really trying to like relive our own youth through these kids, Uh, and they would be all for it, of course. But an end of summer bash is a pretty common thing, right? You you don't have much time left. All the kids kind of get back from 
various vacations and camps that they were doing over the summer and they have a few days left before school starts or there's usually a weekend left before school starts and that's that's the one right that's the big party so i don't know we're trying to brainstorm some ideas there we would run you know block party maybe renting some junk would be fun you're good but then about it just requires the, like the all you're all about this organized get-togethers and stuff. Why do you plan some parties well, for some like, adults? Invite me over. I'd like to. I know I need to. That's the problem. I'm losing my own life in exchange. And I, <laughs> well, so that was the story from yesterday. I missed an adult party because of this kid yeah. party. I was supposed to be at an adult party. Because of the kid party, I didn't Well, go. because of the sex and drugs and uh, stuff, it's uh, probably better to have some supervision at the Someone at the house, at the house yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm not quite ready to just let him, you know, be like, "Ah, show up, do whatever you want. You can cook dinner." And well, plus, my ten year old was here, so I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know what it means that we just skipped alcohol. <laughs> like we talked about sex and drugs and went straight to weed. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I consider it a drug, so I was. Well, I know. It. Okay, so you just go with it's a drug. <laughs> it's the. I mean, if you depending on who you ask, it's the worst drug. Yeah. No, I mean, I. But yes, I agree with you. Yeah. And I don't do it anymore. I am uh, still. How many years has it been? Oh, it's, it's been, been a while. Uh, three, two, three. Jeez, I don't even know. I should put the date down or something. Get a. Are you sipping? You sipping some alcohol over there? <laughs> no beer. I'm not, I'm not that interested in beer anymore. I, I you know, uh, I don't drink as much beer anymore either. Uh, it's not as appealing, but I could, I could pound a glass of whiskey pretty fast. That would be uh, good. I'd enjoy that. Sorry, I'll um, not dwell on that. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious yeah it's been a few years I think I, I don't know I don't know if I wrote the date down I know it was a Christmas I just don't remember which one uh, I could figure it out but that's also a weird talk to have too because I, I was having that talk with other parents and they're kind of some of them are sort of like well we can you know I'll just supply the beer and they can drink at my house, right? Like what? <laughs> do we really do that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, is that a- some, we've had some of that some of that conversation in the neighborhood. And we're, there's two schools of thought. Two that like one, if they're gonna do it, yeah. they might as well do it under uh, my roof. Really right. I'm like, yeah, but there's not a chance in life you're gonna be like, hang on, let me get like I'm gonna stay up so you and you can give me all your keys, like. I just the the risk reward there just it's not worth it. Don't I don't you know I've talked about this. Well, and you can get into a lot of trouble yourself for hosting yeah. that sort of thing, of course. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, it seems like yeah, I guess I wouldn't want to be the one to introduce it. But if I knew they were just going to go off into the woods and drink anyway, <sighs> and they were going to, then it I might be more inclined to be like. Listen, just but that's not. It's like you know, sitting in the woods. It's cold. It's mosquitoes. It's like it's not like oh here we're watching a movie and pounding beers in the basement all comfy and like I don't have like I don't know which one do you prefer <laughs> the woods? No, I'm a, like I'm saying for the kids. Like if you if you authorize it and encourage it, it's just too easy. It's too easy. Yeah, yeah you know, it's not like yeah, right. Maybe part of the challenge of of finding it and obtaining it is is the hurdle that they need. Well, yeah, you need some, like some deterrence, right? 
Well, that just the 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 if we are if we so you're going to get it anyway, so I might as well give it to you. That's that shortcuts it. The the actually this goes back to the gun conversation. Really, is that if I'm like, oh yeah, if you want to have ten people over and you guys, I'll buy you some beer and you can drink Friday night, then they would just do it. It'd be easy, right? They just say yes and they show up and they do. But if if they're like. We're going out, you know. We're going out Friday. What does it have to do with guns? And accessibility. Oh. There's a there's a debate. Yeah, you know. I've noticed. I, I am firmly in the camp of uh, accessibility is a yeah, yep. The entire problem, uh, like no, I'm not there. I don't think it's the entire problem. I mean, you're gonna have, like you said, we talked about this last week, right? Yes, I you're still going to have problems. Accessibility contributes significantly to the, severity, to the, the outcome that the we're severity seeing. Severity yeah. to, to the yeah. severity, yeah, yeah. Um, so, same thing with the booths. Maybe that the lack of accessibility is part of the challenge. Because yeah, we used to go through this all the time. You find someone's older sibling; they're in town. Can they buy us some beer? You know, whatever. My dad has a case in the basement that I'm going to steal, and we'll re- replace it with empties or something. <laughs> get in trouble six months later because that's the kind of forward thinking that we had yeah. right doesn't matter now it only matters later which isn't now so who cares screw future me <laughs> now me wants this <laughs> that's right I can just stand in front of them and go I don't know yeah. how come the 30 pack I had in the basement is now a 30 pack of empty cans with mud on them <laughs> I don't know <laughs> squirrels <laughs> squirrels yeah <laughs> They'll say anything, right? We'd say anything, just right to their face. Wasn't me. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, What else can we talk about besides these horrible heavy situations that that I just don't like thinking about? Drinking? No, not this. It's just... no, not even. I don't even even want to be like all romanticized, the innocence of youth and blah, blah, blah. But it's just like... this, This stuff's not... Not easy. And it's just hard. Um, no. I don't know. Well, but I'm loosening my grip a little bit. It's the key. And this is what we have to do. As they get older, as they get more independent, you got to leave them their freedoms, leave them their autonomy. Yeah. Let them make their decisions. You feed them, you know, you give them a little bit of guidance, you give them a little bit of wisdom, and then you let them make their decisions. It's, Yeah. It's, it's funny, but why are my why are my kids the ones that aren't like, hey, listen, we're using too much electricity because all the Bitcoin mining that you did, you're doing, you know, it's like, oh, your startup business is making too much money. You're gonna have to oh, file I your see. own taxes, or create an LLC, we're and stuff like. The, uh, like <laughs> we're going back to the the sixteen year old entrepreneur yeah. who's. I was talking to my neighbor the other the other day about about a lot of all of this stuff. Like every he's. Uh, teacher at the high school level and he was talking about all the stuff like he you know the older kids do seem more affected than the younger kids and i said i think they're all kind of affected but the younger kids would be able to catch up better um and like the junior high high school kids young younger like the sixth through like ninth graders seem to be have it the worst and he's like yeah he's like they just don't seem as mature, like kids that have never asked me to sign yearbooks before. Now they're asking me to sign yearbooks, which just seems weird. And um, and he's like, "Wait, this, okay." Well, just because it's like he, they're not ready to just leave. They're just not. They missed two years of development, so they're just not ready to separate. Yeah. 
And then he's talking about how, yeah, one kid has does a whole bunch of crypto cryptocurrency and mining and all this stuff, and another kid has, has, a, has a small business going that he's doing. Um, yeah, yeah I see. we were comparing. Like he was saying, yeah, some kids are playing video games in the middle of class. Some kids are like, I have to update this for my small business. <laughs> it's like, well, if, I, honestly, if I'm being serious here, I think um, my my. My daughter definitely has a tendency to take some of these projects and, and run. Like she's very, she's a very great attention to detail. And so I actually think if I if I were to show her, if I were to teach her how to use like Etsy or something, wouldn't take much. I could show her how to use it once, show her how to like take pictures of the things that she's made and how to post them and then how to list them. And she might. I think she might be able to like run her own little Etsy store with all the fuse bead nice. things that she's yeah. been making. I think she would. Like she would get the orders and see the person and get their address and make the package it and send it and it would just be like I she'd come downstairs before school with like an armload of packages and I could totally see that happening. Uh, make it happen. I just need to she just doesn't well, she doesn't seem to care. If she cared a little bit about it, she doesn't care about the yeah. money aspect of it. So that's an interesting thing. Like if I got her to somehow just like care about the money part, and that's an interesting trigger. Like some people are really motivated by money. You know, I, I want to go cut grass to make money yeah. to buy, I don't know, a bigger mower to cut grass to make more money. Like it's, that's what they do. And I don't know how to instill that. Maybe we've, maybe we've, uh, spoiled them too much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, uh, I don't have that problem with my kids. <laughs> my kids, it's like, push, I have to push too much. They want the no, money. No, I have to, pu- I have to push my kids instead of being like, push, I don't know how to explain this. It's like, one, like some kids just have all this intrinsic motivation to go and get a thing and do a thing. My kids have, don't have the focus and drive. Oh, yeah. Like, even the sports, right? Some kids are like, oh, yeah, I spend an hour a day getting touches on the soccer oh, ball. Right. And getting yeah, touches, yeah. No, mm-hmm. my daughter won't do that. And like, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to go to, uh, you know, I want to be a professional soccer player. Well, you know, do you have to like do the, you know, so it's. <laughs> but practice isn't until Tuesday. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> I probably, that was my problem too when I was younger, though. I had the same, pro- I had the same thought. Like, why would oh, of I? Of course. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, that's normal, I think. But yeah. That's what I'm and I think I had this this in my head, and it could have been a result of just not having to struggle for much when I was a kid, you know, being too spoiled. Uh, I just had this. I remember having these thoughts in my head that, like, oh yeah, if I needed to, like, if I joined the track team, I could run faster than everyone else, right? Yeah. If I had, like, if I had to, I could run that fast. Like, I could go to a meet and run fast. And not not being like super egotistical about it, but it's, people kids always imagine that you know if I got in a fight I would oh, win yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Everyone thinks that. If I had to, right? You know, it's like my instincts would take over and I would take everyone down. It's like no, it's not the way that works. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know why. Yeah, we do have a uh, warped self self view or self image. Or- yeah, and 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 kids and that can can make that connection. It's just a growth mindset thing, I guess. I want to be a good soccer player, therefore I'm going to go outside and get a thousand touches on the ball. And 
that's it. You know, I'm gonna do that every day, and I may not be able to even see the improvement, but in a month or so, like it's it's just so hard for them to yeah. see the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to the sex, drugs, and alcohol thing, right? It's like oh, I yeah. can't see what this Maybe. is gonna do to me in a month, nine months. Five years, right? No, they they can. That's the thing. They can see what it's going to do them in the short term. It's super oh, fun. Yeah. That's all they want. So I'm saying, right? Like, the short term is the, they don't they don't look as far ahead, even yeah. if they can. But right. Anyways, sure. sort of Good a depressing time. show tonight. Well, you're not drinking a beer. It's depressing. Uh, yeah. I drink a beer every Tuesday night. <laughs> no mail. Depressed about that. Top Gun, I have to highly recommend Top Gun. If anybody grew up in the uh, 80s and and has any sort of affection for the first one, absolutely will like the second one. There are some things to call out about the first one as well that we should... Lessons to be learned, which I think we discussed, but we can cover later. What do you mean? Like how he goes into the women's bathroom? Yeah, like chasing yeah, girls uh, into the bathroom. I showed my kids that movie. I t- did I say this on the show two weeks ago? I think you did. Yeah. yeah, like never, never do this. this. This is not okay. It wasn't really okay then. Do it's not okay now. But now you'll yeah. go to jail <laughs> or get canceled. It's not cute. They're not going to find it yeah. cute. This is not the reaction you're going to get. No, <laughs> it's weird that they would even. Do, I don't know. Would you think, think anyone would ever get that reaction ever? Uh, I, I mean, hmm, I don't know. This is similar to the catcalling conversation. Yes, I think I somebody think must I like think it. It's somewhat similar, but. I also think, like, um, what was I going to say about this? Oh, I don't know. I give up on it. Oh, uh, you were saying, where did they ever think this was okay? There, there's, like, a ton of this in Hollywood, especially around that time. Yeah. Like that, I mean, we talked about all these movies. Porky, Spaceballs. We talked about the guys on the motorcycle versus the girls on the motorcycle and how one's okay and one's, like, super creepy, but, like, what? Just because you flip the genders, it's super creepy. You remember talking about this a couple weeks ago? The that was like the Boy Scout yeah. movie or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the boys like checking out the girls and putting cameras the or boy- drilling holes in the bathrooms. Uh, oh, true. Oh, yeah. that's just scamps. That's <laughs> boys will yeah. be boys, but the girls doing it and you're like, this is not normal yeah, yeah. you're not normal yeah. or if you respect their privacy yeah. yeah or if you flip the ages around yeah yeah like a bunch of dudes older dudes looking at younger girls like no this is not right but young boys looking at older women yeah. okay all right on all these wonderful <laughs> topics let's cue the music Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.